You're listening to Behind the Bliss, a weekly podcast where Rachel Autry brings conversations to you from women that share what's behind their highlight reel. Each episode is designed for you to see a message from the mess and encourage you to find balance in the bliss. We know that what you're facing is important for shaping who God has created you to be. Some may say it's a process that often happens behind the bliss. Here's today's episode. Hey friend, I am so glad you tuned in today. I have a question for you. Have you ever felt like you've been inside of an impossible situation? Maybe this situation was something that you stepped into on purpose, knowing this big God-sized dream was planted on your heart and you wanted to say yes. Maybe, however, the situation was something that you feel like was pressed upon you. You didn't have much of a say-so in, But regardless, you feel maybe stuck in an impossible situation. Hear me out on this one. If you don't find yourself in an impossible situation now, I pray you find yourself in an impossible situation soon. Now, here's what I mean by that. I think when we're put in impossible situations, God has given it an extremely cool opportunity to show up and do what he does best to show us that he can do exceedingly and abundantly more all that we could ever ask or believe. My friend joining me on today's episode knows the story super well. Carrie Job joins us in today's episode to tell us her impossibly awesome story. She's spilling all the details on her new album, The Blessing, that you might actually be well acquainted with. There's a new global worship anthem I feel like that has broken all of the barriers this year, and the song is called The Blessing, which Carrie wrote alongside her husband Cody Carnes and Elevation Worship Stephen Furtick and Chris Brown. Funny enough, this song was actually written and released the week before the world was overcome by this pandemic. You want to talk about incredible timing. There it is. The live video now has more than 28 million views, the song has 57 million global audio streams in just six months, and has been included on tons of top hit lists. Here's why I think those numbers are so incredibly awesome. Because in a world and a season like the pandemic presented us, God still shined through and used somebody else's obedience to share his glory and his sovereignty with the entire world. So today, Carrie shares the journey through this song, the making of her album, The Blessing, with other 15 incredible tracks that I highly encourage you go listen to right now if you haven't tuned in yet. We laugh, she sings a little bit with us, she shares some fun facts about things going on in her life, and I really hope that you are encouraged by this conversation and that you start chasing the impossible with God. I got this. You got your Britney mic. I do. This this other podcast sent me this, and usually I have this whole thing that could. Yeah. Yeah. And half the time I don't remember how to do it, and have to call him all the time. I'm like, this you plug in and it works. I'm like, I'm in for that. Yours is pretty. So. Oh wow, you're so kind. It's the red lips. I I swear, it's just the red lips. Red lips and a hat. There's really not much those two can fix. Hey, are you, is this your first baby? Yeah. Congrats. That's exciting. Thanks. You will become very good friends with hats. Unlike baseball caps. Being a mom, oh, you just I just love that I can just throw a beanie on or a hat. Yeah. And go. Yeah. Hat and go. That's it. Well, I'm so glad you could join me today. Yeah. This is so fun. And full circle, I was at Passion Conference Amazing. way back before the world shut down. 
and was a part Doesn't of that, that really like cool a moment. Different, like decade. a different world. I think we're living on Mars. Like that's I what know. I keep telling my friends. I'm like, y'all, we're on Mars. It's like 2020, but somehow it feels like we just lived 10 years. <laughs> wow. I know. What a treat this is for me. This is so cool. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes. You just imagine us in red lips and hats and oh, yeah. you're right here with us. Living the That's dream. <laughs> Living the dream, baby. LTD. That's what I always tell my husband. <laughs> um, hey, I would want you to introduce yourself to the people just to tell us what yeah. life is like with Carrie, maybe outside of music too. Yeah, I'm Carrie. Um, I go by Carrie Job Carnes. And uh, I just love Jesus with all my heart. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I'm a friend. I'm a daughter. And I like to lead all worship. All the things. Yeah. I'm yeah. about to be a, a new house remodeler. We're going to no take on a new project. Go you. You know, just all the things. Here we go. I'm like, I'm going to channel my inner Joanna Gaines or something. <laughs> Perfect. That's the way yeah. to do it. We're excited. That's the way to do it. Hey, I do know that you lead worship at belonging co mm-hmm. in Nashville mm-hmm. and that's so fun I have a lot of belonging co friends one of which joined us on the podcast a few weeks ago Hope Darst oh yeah what Love a Hope. special yes she is just awesome. a doll she's yeah. so cool yeah so yeah small world so yeah. small world and let's talk about passion conference because that's where I feel like I saw you last not yeah. like actually face to face but you were on stage <laughs> and it. leading like 65,000 people it was face to face I mean my face was very big on the screen. <laughs> face to face, yeah. Screen to face, something yeah, like that. <laughs> but I remember watching this moment, um, which I feel like we've talked about in other episodes. We talked about it with Hope. And this really beautiful moment happened where basically the roof came off of Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Mm-hmm. I mean, on purpose. On purpose. Right, right. <laughs> it exactly. didn't just blow it right off. It wasn't a storm. No. <laughs> no, it was not a storm. But – what a shift this year has taken where we literally went from 65,000 people to a little bit more of like a private life and Mm -hmm. worship a lot behind the scenes. Yeah. And which really for you has come to an album. It's come as fruit to all the behind the scenes private moments. So I kind of want you to tell us a little bit about the blessing, the album, where it came from through these crazy behind the scenes parts. Yeah. I mean, what a year to start out with passion to start out with such a just like electric life-changing experience right. to be together with that many worshipers. Then a few weeks later, we wrote the blessing and just felt extremely compelled to get that out quickly. Mm-hmm. And so we did within five days. And then a week later was when the pandemic hit. And, you know, I mean, it's just been... I, it's just been a wild journey for everybody. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So for us, when we, um, you know, when everything kind of shifted pandemic, but we were watching what God was doing with the blessing as we began praying, like, okay, we never, we never stay home like this. You know, Mm. we just began praying. Is there something else we should lean into instead of since we can't tour and, Oddly enough, and like crazily enough, The Blessing was the last song that I wrote for my new album. And we had planned to record in the fall of this year. So we probably would have just recorded. Mm -hmm. But because of the pandemic, we were just like, we just felt like the Lord said to go ahead and lean in on it and work on it. Yeah. Yeah, So all the writing was done, which was pretty miraculous because we didn't have to try to figure out how to finish writing. Uh, 
from home, you know, all that stuff. So mm -hmm. yeah, long story short, we leaned in on the project and I'm so thankful that we did. Lean in. Like, I love that phrase. Yeah. And I think especially when things take a turn in life, the first thing you want to do is just to pause or like lean back really yeah. and think, what is it that oh, now I'm going to have to compromise or this isn't how I wanted yeah. it to be or this isn't how I had planned and you guys took a different approach. And we're like, no, yeah. <laughs> there's something in this moment that couldn't be captured in any other moment. So what is it? And you leaned in. Yeah. yeah. And I, I didn't really, at first I did not want to because I, I didn't want to, um, with, with everyone else, well, how do I say this? Like, um, I wanted to make sure I was really sensitive to just the moment. And if, if everyone was stopping, I wanted to be sure to stop as well. But just, I just felt so compelled from the Lord to keep, you know, like we were talking about leaning in on it. And so I just had to trust that and trust his timing with that and not compare yeah. to what everyone else seemed seemed to be doing. Cause then once my album started coming out, I started realizing all my friends had been working mm -hmm. on, you know, everyone started <laughs> leaning in on some other things yeah. and just seeking the Lord and writing and all that. So is is so sweet that we all just kept obeying what we felt like God was saying and the timing was really beautiful. That is so cool. Yeah. One of my favorite things that I feel like I hear a lot from my worship friends, my music worship friends, we're all worship friends, right? Yeah, sure. But the yeah. ones that lead us in music, I always hear this kind of streamlined pattern of the heart, which is like, I, I want to be able to have these private moments so that I can bring something to the table, to the church that they need to hear in this moment that maybe yeah. uh, wasn't as relevant or not, not relevant, but yeah. I guess wasn't as timely. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, like specific sure. strategic the Lord had for us in this moment. Yeah. How, what kind of messages do you feel like came out of the blessing, the album that the church really timely needed to hear that maybe you didn't see hindsight? Oh man. Um, I mean, there've been so many sweet little moments on the project that I realized were so timely. Like your nature is one. We were going to maybe release your nature last, oh, like January. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like, no, the, it doesn't feel like the right timing. Then they were asking me if I'd release it again around like May. And I just felt like, no, and what's, what's interesting about something like that is like, um, the prophetic thing in it feels really sweet because everyone wasn't really feeling that wasteland thing yet where yeah. later in the year now we're like, oh my, this has gone on longer than I thought, you know, at first I thought we were going to be like two weeks and we'll be like, yeah, free to go. Nope. And, um, you know, I think what, what's beautiful is just like waiting on the Lord, obeying what you really just sense he's saying and trusting his timing because the timing for that song, you know, per, like among the rest of them was even just crazy timing. So yeah, the first love, like, oh, just such a sweet rem reminder to come back to our first love. No fear, the timing of that. Yes. Um, yes. So many things. No fear is probably my favorite. Really? Besides the, the blessing. Yeah. yeah. No fear is fantastic. Right? Um, I mean, just like a story we've walked through recently is through infertility. And I think listeners might know that just by listening. Yeah. And so with this baby being so precious to us and like a miracle, yes. we prayed the blessing before March, before we knew Amazing. or this baby was ever even a thing. Amazing. And we're kind of declaring it. But now I think stepping into a gift, 
after grieving is so hard. Oh, yeah. Like all the fear rushes in. You're like, this shouldn't be this way. I've been used to it being so hard. Oh, yeah. And now I'm like, I can't receive this. And no fear, I feel like, is the perfect like, hey, no, like this is a gift. This is the life. This is the calling God has for you. Fear does not belong here. That's right. It can steal you of all the joy to come through at all. And I would want you to almost just encourage someone that might find themselves in a similar situation. Let's say, Carrie, that they're a lot like you. They're like, I have a dream. I have a thing. I have a calling. I know it's on my heart mm-hmm. that only I can accomplish. But um, they are maybe feeling held back by fear. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's such a it's such a real thing. We walk through fear in all kinds of things. You know, fear to jump mm-hmm. on a plane. Fear, you know, in this season, yeah. fear to go to the grocery store. You know, it's like so, yeah. such a common word in our society right now, and you know, in the narrative of everything, but the the truth of the word of god has not changed whether we're going through something difficult whether we're surrounded with really difficult um, things it's like god says do not fear and do not be afraid for i have overcome the world yeah and the the beautiful thing about walking in faith with the lord and stepping into what god's ask of you is he's there his peace will be with you his goodness Mm -hmm. i would much rather obey god and not know what's going to happen, then think that I won't be as fearful, but disobey God. Yeah. That would be way more fearful to disobey God. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. You just got to read the Old Testament to know that that's legit. <laughs> for sure. Oh my yeah, goodness, uh-huh. for sure. Yeah. Um, I just would tell anyone listening that you just feel like God's asking something really big of you. Um, that's kind of how he works. He asks really um, – impossible things because he's the one that can make it happen which is really Mm -hmm. beautiful and so uh if it seems impossible it probably is and he's probably really wanting you to do it so just start start stepping in that direction and he'll begin to open the right doors he'll begin to just make it it literally is miraculous when you see god move in you know in your obedience yeah, which is exactly what I feel like this whole story has been for you of like, okay, mm-hmm. it is up to Carrie, but it's not up to Carrie. For like sure. There is something that you, that we need you to bring to the table, but after that has been made and processed through our own hearts and minds that we've been given talents, mm-hmm. totally up to the Lord as far as totally. timing, as far as who it reaches, who sure. it doesn't reach, like yeah. what timing it's reaching them. Yeah. And I would want people to hear that. It's like when you spend time with a unrealistic God, because when you start thinking about it, yeah. it's kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> crazy cool. For sure. But he's wild. Then you start seeing unrealistic things too happen, which is really neat. Yes. Have you like, did you always imagine yourself wanting to do what you're doing today? Or was this almost like a process that God was like, all right, come on, let's do this thing. You know, we're yeah. more like, yeah, yeehaw, let's do it. I know. I'm up, for, I'm up for whatever. Yeah. I did always feel really called to do this. Um, I I, I kind of just asked him. I just kept asking when I was a young girl, can I just want to do this? I want to be a worship leader. Mm-hmm. I want to do what you've asked me to do. I, I want to do whatever you ask me to do. I want to, I just want to be kingdom minded. And I was surrounded with really, a lot of very strong, like pioneering type people. Like my mom and dad were crazy radical to b- just so cool. believe God for miracles and watch God do it. So, you know, I was raised up in that, 
you know, and so um, it's just in the DNA of who I am. And somehow I just always felt like uh, I just want to do whatever God asks, you know, and I kind of saw glimpses down the road of what God, you know, what was in my heart. And he doesn't show you the full spectrum because then you'll probably get way too scared to do it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, obedience is such a beautiful journey. Yeah, it truly is. I think there's a lot of people listening um, that I've heard from, or I can guess are feeling this way, where uh, maybe like you have a talent or you feel like you have a gift, but you're not quite sure if that's your calling. Like if that's something that you should definitely step forward in or even start praying through. And I think it's neat to hear your side where you're like, no, I think as long as you're kingdom minded and you have the bigger picture, then what you do, you realize you can't really mess up that I can work with anything. That's right. As long as it's with the heart of obedience and just wanting it to be about him in the first place. Right. That's so good. It's so simple. Yeah. Right. It's so good. It always blows my mind. Like we try and complicate it and then here you are speaking about it. And I, the whole time I kind of just want to be like, well, duh. Right. Like, of course it's supposed to be this way. Yeah. We just try to come up with formulas. Yeah. Yeah. Or we try to think, oh, well, I'll have this like feeling and then I'll go with my feeling. What does it talk about going with feeling? It says to step out in faith. That it's things we cannot see, but we hope for in our spirit. And God puts that, he puts that bravery in us. We just have to like choose to, to get up, take him at his word and walk with faith. And then you start to see fruit of that and you know, oh, yeah, okay, I'm on the right track. And then yeah. if peace lifts or, um, you know, if, if something happens and it looks like you may have missed it. I don't think it's ever actually missing it. I think it's just God redirecting. You know, we don't have to be so fearful that we're going to miss it. So we just don't do anything at all. You know, that's, um, that wouldn't be any fun. God's so, he's so faithful. He's going to, he's going to meet you where there's lack and he's going to meet you where, you know, maybe you feel like you took a wrong step. His, you might not ever know you took a wrong step because his grace is so sufficient. So that's so good. It's so good. We don't give him enough credit, do we? No. I'm just sitting sure. here thinking through all the things in my life. And I'm sure just even the protection that maybe you two, Carrie, have like experienced, but we don't even know we were being protected from in the first oh, place. Oh, man. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Crazy. I want to hear what you've heard from people after releasing this powerful album. Because I'm sure you've heard cool stories or even just like testimonies of what it's spoken into people's lives and even the truth. And what's so neat about the blessing is it truly is scripture, right? Like right. you're just putting scripture to notes, which is beautiful. Yeah. I want to hear, yeah, like what people have had to say about it. Yeah. Uh, it That's been the, the like saving grace in it all. Because usually when you release an album, you get to step out on the road and just start to hear these songs live. Right. And yeah. that has been really difficult because, you know, we don't know when that will happen yet. And so me just like thumbing through social media and seeing what people are saying and the emails we're getting and the the stories are life. They're so life-giving to me because um, it's like, okay, these songs are, are hitting and they're impacting. I think my favorites have just been um, people just saying God's reigniting something in their spirit through first love. So cool. Um, I mean, I've heard of people – a friend of mine, her dad got saved because of first love. 
he said he come heard on that is so cool she was like he didn't even he doesn't even really love worship and she's like i haven't really ever known where he really stands um this is like her birth dad that she's just kind of recently reconnected with and she said she got an email from her or a text message from her her dad saying i was because you sent me the who you've been working with she's my makeup artist because oh, I love me, that. Yeah, who you've been working with. I went and listened and I just began to weep and I didn't know what was happening. And I just realized that I don't have a true, real relationship with Jesus. And I just, Holy I mean, God. like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm thinking, we're you're like, gonna... even for that one. Do you know what I mean? Sure. That's what's so neat about being kingdom on it. It's like, oh, even it's if so it's one. Sweet. Yeah. And then the blessing, that's probably just like, it literally is blessing Cody and I so much to just hear families feeling so much more faith and strength to just declare these truths over their family, over their children and trust God. And, oh man, I could go on and on, but I've just been floored. It's a whole benediction. Yeah. 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 We love that. It's so cool. Whenever you hear people say these kinds of things, it, does your mind just race and you're like, let's do the next. Like, let's go. Oh, yeah. Or is it, yeah, or is it more like, oh, I just want to stay here for a moment. Or both. All that. Both. Yeah, all that. It has been really, um, because it's been a while since I've released new music, I do sit in it for a while and just, just kind of be like, thank you, God, for your timing. And mm-hmm. I mean, I pour so much into an album and I seek the Lord for I mean, I wrote for two years for this album. And so that's a lot of, um, a lot of intercession, a lot of just staying like tuned in. So when I, when I finally release it, I kind of just like, just take a deep breath. Mm. Actually, today is my last day of some interviews and things. And we're just going to like take those work hats off and just spend time with the boys and, and just kind of just take that deep breath and just like let the spirit of God just refresh us. And um, what do you say? I kind of just like eat of the fruit of like watching Mm. what God's doing because of obedience and because of just saying yes, you know? So it's really sweet. It's I'm super emotional right now because I, it's just so sweet to be used by the Lord Mm. and to just be radical in our yes before God, whatever that looks like, whether that's like saying, okay, God, I'll talk to my friend at work about you or saying, yes, I'll talk to this lady that I feel like you gave me a prophetic word for that. I don't know what if she doesn't like, like Mm -hmm. prophetic words, you know, just saying yes. There's such a beauty in um, the aftermath of that and what like the peace of God that comes and the blessing of God. So yeah it's so sweet it is cool i think for people to hear too this isn't this was not like a you came up with song you wrote it cranked it out overnight this was a two-year cost costly process and that is it i think there's a lot of behind the scenes i mean so we talk about around here on behind the blitz there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that you often don't get credit for or have recognized and so i want to be someone that honors and recognizes that and says thank you for where you've chosen to be in hidden places so that we can <laughs> accept fruit of what you've produced. It's just, it's so neat. But how powerful too to know that we have the same opportunities. Like, so what happens yeah. when Rachel goes to hidden places and who will get touched by that too? So good. That is so good. Yeah. Wow. And thank so. you. That feels so honoring. Especially, I think this season we're going to all look back 
um, and, and just kind of realize that what matters the most is when something impacts somebody in their, just in their mundane every, every day. I think that's what's been so life-giving for me is that this, this album wasn't something done in the, in, at, at the onset with all these people there. It was done in a secret place. It was very sacred. And because of that, it's doing that for people now. It's meeting them in that place where they're alone in a room by themselves, but they feel like it was made and recorded mm-hmm. just for them because it, it was. was. Yes. <laughs> because yeah. it was. Yeah. And it's just really special and really sweet that those moments are happening. I remember the first night that First Love came out. That was the first song for the for the project. And I, I sat, we were actually in the same room where we recorded it. And I was sitting there thinking like, oh my gosh, this is going into all these homes right this moment. What it was intended to do, it's doing right now. And I just was like, I couldn't even sit down anymore. I just got up and started jumping around and screaming. (laughs) That's all you did. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. so neat. So, uh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. Hey, I have a rapid fire question for you. Yes. And you can skip if you're like, heck no, there's no way. Do you have a favorite song on the album? I feel like that's kind of like choosing a favorite child, but I just need to know. It is hard. Um, (laughs) Because so many of them do different things. I mean, First Love is um, just for me personally. It's, I have just such a sweet connection to it. Because the day we wrote it, I, it just, I just had such an encounter with the Lord. Hmm. We took communion that morning and we were on our faces for probably two hours, just floored by the presence of God in the room. And the chorus, Alyssa Smith from Upper Room just started singing, you're still my first love, you're still my only one. And I mean, I just was weeping and I was like, Mm. just lost. So that connection for me, I don't even feel like I was a part of writing it. I feel like I got to just be a fly on the wall. Like, you know, you received it. I was receiving it just as much as I was helping to craft it. So ah, yeah, I love that one. So So good. Okay. I love hearing that from my friends that are in the music industry. I'm like, tell me you've got to have a favorite. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Yeah. And another one of our favorite questions we love to ask is what are you loving these days that you have to share with people? Like anything, anything like yeah. the coconut chocolate ice cream from Trader Joe's, anything. Yes. That is so <laughs> <Okay>. good. <laughs> um, anything from Trader Joe's. They're like cheese sticks. Amen. Um, I'm loving that. Especially now that it's holiday season and they're starting to come up with all their holiday stuff. I am living my best Yeah, my life. mom, she sends me text messages. She's like, go get this. Go get this. Go get this. <laughs> Try it out. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm also loving that the crown is back. Yes. Okay, I you're a crown love fan. the crown. Yes. That's a fun fact. Okay, cool. I love anything BBC about the queen. Uh, Downton Abbey, like that's oh, you? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. I love all okay. that. So, And my husband that will watch so it with fun. me, which is very fun. Because I, we okay. don't always. I was going to ask, is that something out. that you feel like Cody joins you with? Because I'm going to have to get Thomas in on this with me too. Now, Cody has to have the subtitles on because he can't understand what they're saying. So oh, yeah. I've seen enough British 
um, film stuff that I I can track, but he's like, I have no clue what they're saying. No clue what's happening. I love that. Yeah. Oh, okay. The crown and yeah. the chocolate coconut ice cream. At the same time. What about that? That's oh, a magical that's, moment. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and we also make the immaculate gluten-free chocolate chip cookies while we watch The Crown. Where are those from? Oh, I think I think anywhere. Maybe like we Google that. Or yeah. Wait. Okay, I've never the heard. The brand of is called Immaculate, and then I mean, if you can have the gluten full ones, eat those. But I like to do the gluten free ones. You know, it's so weird. As I used to have to be gluten free when I was not pregnant, I was gluten intolerant. Now that I am pregnant, I can have all the gluten and dairy I want. That happens to me too. My body resets while I'm pregnant. Yeah. I'm so nervous after that baby comes out, though. I'm going to have flare-ups. Uh, yeah. It, it does. Oh, no. The, <laughs> it yeah, gets us back the up. sensitivity does come back. It's it's yeah. very strange. But okay, so enjoy, enjoy the it while now, you are right? pregnant, girl. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm all in. I'm so excited. That's funny. That's the same for me. I think that's so interesting. That makes me feel better because I talked to my OB about it. She's like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Yeah. She was so confused. And I was like, just – don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Pretend I never said it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Carrie, thank you so much. This was a treat for me. And I think I'm feeling so I like peaceful and inspired and like Good. on purpose. And I'm hoping that listeners leave this conversation feeling the same way, being like, okay, clarity, vision, yeah. direction, knowing yeah. kingdom minded focuses can go far beyond what you could ever do for yourself so that's right thank you for speaking that life into us today you're welcome thank you all love you guys so much i can't wait to come back out and tour and worship with my friends so thank you we miss you oh i miss it (laughs) love y'all This episode of Behind the Bliss podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more episodes so you don't miss episodes full of encouragement. And don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you the best content. See you in the next episode.